The following message is a part of the teaching ministry of Grace Bible Church of Fairburn, Georgia, also on the web at gracebible.faith. That's gracebible.faith. My name is David Crow, and I'm one of the pastors here at Grace Bible Church in Fairburn, and also on the web at gracebible.faith. That's gracebible.faith. And here at Grace Bible Church, we are working our way through the book of James. This last Sunday, we continued our work in the sixth major section of the book of James, which spans from chapter 3, verses 1 through 12, a section that I titled, The Bridled Tongue, as it includes the book's most concentrated attention on the matter of speech, and does this with a particular emphasis on the tongue, which has a disproportionate impact on the whole body and must be bridled. Now, as we picked up again with verse 3 this week, we saw James using pictures of bits and rudders, which exemplify the concept of something small directing larger and powerful things. However, even these small and powerful elements are ultimately directed by the will of another, just as ultimately the tongue itself is governed or directed by the heart. Then, having given some positive examples of the small governing the powerful, James transitions to a negative example of the small governing the powerful or the great. And this point was expressed by fire. Fire which is small and powerful and uncontrolled. But as it pertains to man, though his tongue be a fire, even a fire lit by hell, it is still ultimately being governed by another, namely the heart a matter that pressed us to really consider the weight and terrible nature of this language. Particularly, how can one be in Christ and have a heart that directs such a, a vile offending member, member such as the hell-lit tongue? It was with this tension in view that it was made plain that James was expressing this matter in a traditional Hebrew wisdom literature fashion, one of contrasting two paths. He had already introduced the way of the mature or the perfect, who was walking in the wisdom from above, now he was thoroughly unpacking the double-minded man who walks in the wisdom from below. But we still had a matter to reconcile, namely that any genuine or true expression of religion bridles the tongue, and yet man cannot successfully do this for himself. Man can bring all other creatures under submission, but his own tongue eludes his authoritative submission. So it would appear that we came to an impasse at this point, except that we clearly have not, as we've seen this before with Jesus speaking about salvation, also being impossible with men, but wholly possible with God. The same is true here as it pertains to the governing of the tongue, which, man, which with man such matters are impossible, but not so with God. Therefore, we ask in faith for the wisdom to express righteous obedience for what is an extremely complicated and challenging area, and God gives grace accordingly. Now, we still stumble, but we walk, and we grow, and we mature. So while these verses can be hard to wrestle through, they are ultimately a warning, a warning about the unbridled tongue, and not a fatalistic capitulation to the inevitable and wicked tongue. The tongue can and must be bridled. And finally, the path of the double-minded man was brought to a climax by way of its quintessential offense, blessing God and cursing man who has been made in God's image. An extraordinary offense, as we were created to uh, communicate, and our communication must bring glory to God. 
Therefore, praising God and then verbally cutting down his image bearers is one of the plainest expressions of being double-minded. And as James so plainly stated, these things ought not be so. So, while this was a challenging text, we ultimately came to the conclusion that James was putting a, a magnificent contrast before us. In verses 1 through 5, he had the first side of the contrast where we observe the path of the mature or perfect man who bridles his tongue and he submits to the wisdom from above. And then in the um, second half or latter half of verse 5 through verse 12, we observe the path of the double-minded man who fails to bridle his tongue as he submits to the wisdom from below. Now, our plans for this coming Sunday will be a little different as we'll be examining um, our progress in the book of James with a view to being pressed to worshipful celebration of the incarnation of Jesus Christ. But for this message that we've reviewed today and for all of our messages, you can go to our website at gracebible.faith. That's gracebible.faith. And here you can access our message in James, um, all of our messages in James, as well as other studies in both video and audio formats, which are also available on our YouTube and Spotify channels, which are linked to the website. And we hope that our study in James has been and will continue to be a blessing to you as we all pursue his aim of being made perfect, complete, and lacking in nothing as we walk in the wisdom from above. Grace and peace to you all.